Hello there, welcome to Monday Motivation with me, Stuart Wellborn, author, therapist and coach. As I've said before, I've only written one book and I am working on my second. None of that is important. What is important is what we're doing here. Every Monday, I release an episode where I'm reading a chapter from a personal development book, which is in the public domain. I'm also reading it for the first time, so I may make an occasional error. I do try to edit those out. We're currently going through Light on Life's Difficulties by James Allen, which was written in 1912. And we're on chapter 7 today, so if this is your first time coming across this podcast, you may want to go back and start on chapter 1. Regular listeners, I'm not going to waffle on any more. I'm going to get straight on with it. Chapter 7. Light on the Sacrifice of the Self Self-sacrifice is one of the fundamental principles in the teachings of the great spiritual masters. It consists in yielding up self or selfishness so that truth may become the source of conduct. Self is not an entity that has to be cast out, but a condition of mind that has to be converted. The renunciation of self is not the annihilation of the intelligent being, but the annihilation of every dark and selfish desire. Self is the blind clinging to perishable things and transient pleasures, as distinguished from the intelligent practice of virtue and righteousness. Self is the lusting, coveting, desiring of the heart, and it is this that must be yielded up before truth can be known, with its abiding calm and endless peace. To give up things will not avail. It is the lust for things that must be sacrificed. Though a man sacrifice wealth, position, friends, family, fame, home, wife, child, yea, and life also, it will avail nothing if self is not renounced. Buddha renounced the world and all that it held dear to him, but for six years he wondered and searched and suffered, and not till he yielded up the desires of the heart did he become enlightened and arrive at peace. By giving up only the objects of self-indulgence, no peace will ensue, but torment will follow. It is self-indulgence, the desire for the object, that must be abandoned. Then peace enters the heart. Sacrifice is painful so long as there is any vestige of self remaining in the heart. While there remains in the heart a lurking desire for an unworthy object or pleasure that has been sacrificed, there will be periods of intense suffering and fierce temptation. But when the desire for the unworthy object or pleasure is put away forever from the mind and the sacrifice is complete and perfect, then, concerning that particular object or pleasure, there can be no more suffering or temptation. So when self in its entirety is sacrificed, sacrifice in its painful aspect, is at an end, and perfect knowledge and perfect peace are reached. Hatred is self. Covetousness is self. Envy and jealousy are self. Vanity and boasting are self. Gluttony and sensuality are self. Lying and deception are self. Speaking evil of one's neighbour is self. Anger and revenge are self. Self-sacrifice consists in yielding up all these dark conditions of mind and heart. The process is a painful one in its early stages, but soon a divine peace descends at intervals upon the pilgrim. 
Later, this peace remains longer with him. And finally, when the rays of truth begin to be radiated in the heart, remains with him. This sacrifice leads to peace, for in the perfect life of truth there is no more sacrifice and no more pain and sorrow. For where there is no more self, there is nothing to be given up. Where there is no clinging of the mind to perishable things, there is nothing to be renounced. Where all has been laid on the altar of truth, selfish love is swallowed up in divine love. And in divine love there is no thought of self, for there is the perfection of insight, enlightenment and immortality, and therefore perfect peace. So there we go, that's the end of chapter 7. Pretty short one there. If you want to drop out now and don't want to listen to me waffle on about my thoughts on this, go now. Otherwise, stay tuned, I'll keep waffling on as I do for a couple of minutes and then we'll wrap up. As I've said before in many episodes, I'd be interested to see what comes up for you. As we do as human beings, we make connections in our mind to things we already know. And things will just pop up from the unconscious as we hear these words or read the words in my case. One of the things that was coming up for me as I was reading that uh, just jumped into my mind. As I've said before, I've got a master's in film. So obviously I like films quite a lot and watched a lot of films. I'm also a big Star Wars fan and it did make me think of the Jedi way. The Jedi way in its more pure form rather than with all the political stuff that came along after the original trilogy. Not that I don't like other Star Wars that's come out after the original trilogy. Not a fan of the sequels to be honest, but all the other stuff. I think the spirituality that was present in the original trilogy and to some extent in the prequels just doesn't appear in the sequels. So that's just one of my things. Plus the fact they didn't really have a plan for the trilogy, you know, a continuous arc through. It was made up on the fly almost, it seemed. You know, when you're looking at a nine-film arc of a story, the last three you really should have paid more attention to. But that's just my thoughts on it, each to their own. No one's right, no one's wrong. But a bit of a tangent there on Star Wars. Nothing to do with the Jedi bit, which I was on about. To be a Jedi, you meant to give up all attachments. And that's the kind of thing that I was thinking of when I was reading this, is all those attachments. Until you start thinking about them in kind of a deeper way, when you're watching the film, perhaps you don't go too deep in it, but looking at it, all attachments, it's not... I think the Jedi way is very much connected with a lot of the spiritual stuff I've read, is that they have that unconditional love rather than a romantic love and once you start understanding the truth of all everything is one if you want to go down that route then there is no need for attachments and that's the kind of thing that was coming up for me as I was reading through this chapter as I say I'd love to know what came up for you having read a lot of spiritual stuff it does seem to be the way that once, when we give up our desires for things we don't have and let go of the attachments to things we do have, as in we fear losing them, but you do, be, do become more peaceful of mind. I'm not there yet. I'm certainly further ahead now than I was when I first started on 
learning about spiritual stuff, which is a long time ago. But that's the whole point, isn't it? It is a journey. We are, as spiritual seekers, you're searching for the truth. And once you find the truth, which some would call enlightenment, the journey is kind of over. So you're bound to be at different stages as time goes on, if you did, <laughs> if you dedicate yourself to that kind of thing. But if you want to dedicate yourself 100% to something like that, then go and join a monastery or something like that. The rest of us that have to, that choose to live in, let's call it the normal world, have to do what we can when we can. And it's about bringing some of that spiritual practice and state of mind to everyday world so that it doesn't bother you because you'd go insane if you were part of like all the craziness you see online well that's my thoughts on it anyway also explains a lot of problems with mental health I think interestingly from my own perspective when I struggled with my mental health a few years ago it was when probably there was more stigma there was less of the uh, sharing on social media and less of it in the news about people suffering from their mental health I feel more at peace in mind now even though we're living in crazier times than I did back then so maybe some of this stuff is working eh? anyway I hope you have a good week I hope you got something out of that I hope you'll contemplate it maybe it'll bring some change in your life and as I said if you'd like to send some comments I believe you can depending on which platform you're listening to this on i'd love to read them i'm sure they'll notify me if i get any if you enjoyed this and you haven't subscribed yet subscribe now not in it for the numbers but it's a good way to keep track and make sure you don't miss any future chapters so have a good week take care and bye for now